At some point, you just have to do it. Every day is a competition against your pride, comfort zone, fear, complacency, snooze alarms, bad habits, bad relationships, and more. This podcast is for the ambitious, willing to compete every day to make an impact in their career, health, relationships, and life. Each week, Compete Every Day founder Jake Thompson interviews leaders in business, fitness, psychology, and sports to explore what championship performers can teach us about making winning changes in life. In life. By listening today, you're deciding to start competing for your best life. Competitors, how are your shoes? I'm not talking about the kind of shoes you work out in, like your Metcons, your Nanos, your Nobles. I'm talking about the shoes you just wear every day. That you're going to travel in, you wear with a comfortable pair of jeans, maybe you've got out and about on the town. Do you have a good pair? And don't tell me your workout shoes are as the same as your going out shoes, because if you are, we need to talk a little bit about your fashion upkeep. I've got to tell you about the guys at Strike Movement. They are officially a sponsor of the show, but more than that, they are one of, if not my favorite shoe company out there. I have five pair. I have a few pairs of the Chill Pill Low. I've got the Chill Pill Mid. I've got the Traveler. Uh, I love these shoes, and the beauty of these shoes is I wear them whenever I travel. Now, the Traveler was specifically designed for that, but me, I love the Chill Pill. Uh, I wear it with a pair of jeans, I'll wear it with shorts, wear it to a baseball game, I'll wear it out running errands, heck, I will even throw a pair of my white chill pills on with some Lulu pants and a button-up shirt, and I am ready to go for a night out. So, they are the most comfortable tennis shoes I have found, they're stylish, and now they are an official sponsor of the Compete Everyday Podcast. So, listeners of the show... You can get 30% off your entire order, excluding new collection. So any of their classics, any of the stock they're always carrying, you can get 30% off with the discount code CED underscore strike underscore 30. That's CED underscore strike underscore 30. So get on there. Get some new shoes. I promise you will not be disappointed. Uh, Like I said, the Chill Pill is my favorite shoe, hands down. Uh, They just dropped some new styles, but man, the classic grays, the Lunar Fleece with white, those are my go-tos. I can't brag about these shoes enough. I absolutely love them, and I think you will too. So grab you a pair of shoes, use the 30% discount, and then I want you to tell me all about it. So hit me up with an email at podcast at competeeveryday.com with your new chill pills, with your new strike movement shoes. Show me what you got. Tell me how you like it, what you like about them. I'm telling you, they are a game changer for your feet. Now, before we dive into the show, I want to remind you, if you are listening to this show and you have a little competitor, you have a toddler, you have a teen, you have a youth that is all about learning what it takes to compete every day in life, or perhaps you're wanting to instill the importance of learning to compete every day in life, I want to encourage you to check out our new program, Raising Competitors. It's, it will be available at RaisingCompetitors.com. The podcast for the Raising Competitor show drops in May, and it will be interviews with psychologists, coaches, parents, 
about ways we can instill the five traits of the winning competitor in your kids. Now, these are the same topics that I talk about in all my keynotes and my leadership workshops, things like how do we build grit? How do we adopt and, and cling to a growth mindset? How do we practice gratitude daily? And how do we pursue greatness in every area of our life? It's the things that will help set the kids up for success in school, in sports, and in life. It's the things that help us as adults crush our goals, excel in our careers, and have deep, lasting relationships. So if you want to find out more about that, if you are a parent, if you know a parent, please check out RaisingCompetitors.com and be on the lookout for the podcast coming in May. Now it's Sunday, so that means a new episode, new week. We are going to fire up and get after this week talking about why you just have to do the work. So it's taken me two, maybe three years, but I finally started writing. I mean, if you follow along the Compete journey, you know I've been writing for the blog. I write newsletters. I'll post on social but I'd avoided doing kind of the serious, the deep work of writing my book. I tried to start it multiple times and stopped. I've written outline after outline after outline. I've had sketches of new chapters. You can look in my journals. I have notes outlining ideas and stories. Heck, even my iPhone has a list uh, on a notes page full of ideas for titles for the book. But the one thing I didn't do was write. It's funny how many, quote, necessary actions we take before doing the work we actually need to be doing. See, I knew I needed to write the book. It was necessary for me to reach the goals that I've set before turning 40. I've got a little over four, almost four and a half years. I couldn't reach those goals without writing the book. But for some reason, every day I found a multitude of reasons that that specific day wasn't the best time to start. I even told myself probably multiple times every week that I really should start writing the book this week. You know, I really need to get on writing that book so I can get it out. But when push came to shove, honestly, I found everything else to do. I, I, you know, maybe I should write today, but you know, I really need to go do this laundry or, or I need to finish that shirt design for the compete release. You know, I could start today writing, And if I do, I'll be even closer to finishing that book, but I really need to work on this short-term project over here. You know what? I can't write the book unless I figure out what software I can write it on. You can't just write a book in a a Microsoft Word or or in a journal or on a typewriter. That would be crazy. I, I can't start writing until I know what program to write, right? It's funny how all those excuses sounded valid to me. But if I was telling them to you just like I am now, you would laugh and say, that's ridiculous. You're an idiot. Get to writing. I finally came to a point this past week where I realized that I was simply delaying the most important work I needed to be doing. I can't reach those five-year goals without having authored a book. And I can't author a book unless I start writing. So Thursday morning was opening day for baseball season. It became my opening day as well. I opened a blank Word document. I stared at that blinking cursor haunting me, and I finally just started writing. I shared my goal on Facebook that I was finishing my book before Game 1 of the World Series, October 22nd, 2019. I 
tagged a handful of friends that I knew would keep me accountable to writing at least 400 words every day. Committed to writing 400 words every day. Sometimes the things we need to do, we just need to go do them. Sometimes we have to just do the work. Every big audacious goal that we have requires an investment from us. Sometimes it's a large investment of time, like, like writing a book. Sometimes it requires courage to just take that first step, like going into the gym for the first time or hiring a coach. And sometimes that goal requires we swallow our pride and just start. Knowing that that start's going to be ugly, it could be slow, and, and that we're going to be inexperienced. The investments are uncomfortable. We know deep down we need to make those investments, but more often than not, we give in to our fears of how much work it's going to take, or, or we question if we even have what it takes to complete. Maybe we start to take that first step and we start to hear those voices like, why would you do that? Everyone else has already done that. You don't need to do that. You're not qualified for that. You're not good enough for that. And a lot of times we give in to those voices instead of doing what we need to do most, which is just doing the work. And instead of doing what we know we need to, we start choosing easy distractions and creating excuses to justify their importance. We sacrifice the long-term goals, the true things that we want for our life, for short-term quick fixes that we talk ourselves into believing actually matter. And the reality is, most of the time they don't. They're just things that derail us from getting to where we've set our eyes on where we really want to be. We don't need the latest and the greatest tools. We just need to do the work. There's a great software available that helps authors script out books. I could have spent hours reviewing all these types of softwares, which platform I like most, testing what I preferred. Would it have been nice to have without a doubt? Did I need it to write a book? No way. Would it be great to have the latest barbell or weightlifting shoes to start improving your Olympic lifting? Of course. Do you need it? Nope. There's always something better you could be using or working with than what you have, but if you are honest with yourself, do you actually need it to get the work done? Of course not. You just need to start doing the work. You'll always be able to find an excuse as to why you need to procrastinate doing what you need to. Tomorrow always sounds better than today. That equipment always sounds better than what we have now. But the truth is, tomorrow is never a better time than today, and the equipment you have works just fine for where you are, for what you need to be doing, because you just need to make the time to do the work. It doesn't get easier. You'll always find excuses, and, and if, even when you start, you're going to hear the voices telling you that it's too much, you should slow down, someone else should do this. But do you know what silences those voices? Do you know what tells them to shut up and go away? doing the actual work because you're not distracted by all the thoughts racing in your head if you're focused on what you need to get done that day and you eventually realize unfortunately for most of the people they realize it too late in life that you'll never get to your goal unless you take action things don't just magically happen the majority of people walking around you on a daily basis are waiting for something good to happen to them competitors are taking action to make good things happen to them. See, we either take action toward the goals that we want every single day until we reach them, committing to that consistent, great effort day in and day out, regardless of how we feel, 
or we don't. And then one day we look back and wonder why we never actually achieved the things we wished we had, the goals that we talked about. So my opening day was this past Thursday when I started writing. And my hope is that listening to this, you decide today is your opening day. Because talking about it, planning for it, dreaming about what you want most in life does not make it happen. Taking action does. Make it a great week, competitors. Thanks for listening to another episode, competitors. As always, get in touch with the show at podcast at competeeveryday.com. If you're a parent, check out raisingcompetitors.com. And if you are not a member of our free Facebook community, I hope to see you in there this week. Join us at facebook.com slash groups slash compete every day. See you next week.